This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Sunday Night Debrief, where we basically look at the game normally on a Saturday, but today we had a uh, a game today at midday. And as Jimmy Greaves used to say, it is a game of two halves. Um, we're also very, very pleased to welcome, obviously, my glamorous co-host assistant, um, Stephen, who is actually still talking to me after last week's show. Uh, if you haven't seen it, maybe see it and um, wonder for yourself if if Steve really wanted to come around and, and bash me up. Um, but that's, you know, we move forward. But we are also joined um, live from, I'm going I'm to say, I'm going to say New York City, even though it's not, but I'm going to say live from New York City, uh, Anthony, who... Um, is an overseas Millwall fan who uh, has watched the game. Used to be very vocal um, on our spaces we used to do, and uh, yeah, we're uh, myself and Stephen welcome him to the live stream. How you doing, fella? You all right? Yeah, all right. Uh, thank you for having me today. Uh, you know, I I follow uh, very frequently. You know, all the matches, whatnot, all the content on Twitter that you're providing, which is great. But um, today you'll definitely hit an extra note for me because, uh, as I'll explain, uh, Haji Wright was pulling out for my local uh, in the last decade. When he got his first start, I was at the match, and uh, it, it hit a chord today. So I, I wanted to be a part of this one today. No problem. Um, I think it's going to be lively. I would make sure that you got yourselves cups of tea uh, or a beer or a drink or anything else, obviously. Um Anthony's getting geared up for the Super Bowl over there in a reasonable hour for him. But for us, it's about three o'clock in the morning. Um, and then obviously the halftime show and all that lot. So, um, yeah, who is it this year? It's Usher, isn't it? It's Usher, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Usher's yeah, performing. Yeah. It'd be, be a decent one. The thing that made me laugh with that is that those present those um, performers actually pay, they pay to perform there, didn't they? They pay a bundle of money to perform there, which is... Um, you know, an interesting bit, but yeah, anyway, we'll get there. Um, Stephen, Glenn's okay. in the chat as Glenn's in the chat as well, the Coventry fan. We'll try and ignore him as best we can. <laughs> um, but I suppose we'll start with the with um, 
with his first comment, which was there. Uh, honestly, the first 30 minutes, Millwall caused us all sorts of problems. Edward clearly saw what Sheffield Wednesday did on Tuesday to us and did better than them. SA looked lively. Coventry deserved win overall. Um, do you want to start us off then, Stephen? And um, and we'll see where we are. But I uh, think we're going to disagree on a few things tonight, possibly. Possibly. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't necessarily have to think. I don't think Coventry deserves the win overall for a start. I think we played really well for 45 minutes. They had better of the second half, obviously. Um, but I don't think I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't look at the game overall and go that they deserve to win the game personally. Uh, you know, um we've obviously had a lot of chat in our um WhatsApp. Yeah, it's group. been like it's been lively today. <laughs> very, very, very lively. Um firstly I think today, and just to be clear, what we, when we come on to other topics, today's performance and today's result low, lies solely with the players, in my opinion. I think the the second half, the way that we just capitulated, I mean, one thing that, I, that cannot go unnoticed, so many people have said it, why Jake Cooper didn't take the foul when Callum O'Hare picked the ball up in the middle of the pitch, he was he was he was right next to him, and all it just take him out. It, we've seen we see George Savile do it. We've seen Sean Williams do it in the past. We've seen Jimmy Abdu do it. it all, all players do it, but why he chose not to do that in that you know in that situation that is, is you know one of many decisions that was made. But today, today lows today as I say lies firmly with the players. Longer term, um, again something that we might have to debate perhaps where where the longer term issues lie, whether it be the previous manager, current manager, board players, whatever. But today, unacceptable I'm, second half. I mean, Baz, hello, Baz, you're right. Um, I saw you have a comment that's in, what's the point of the, I think that was you, but the, what's the point of the podcast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's for things like this, because I'm going to pick up on what you say there. And I, I don't think this is a new thing. I think this has been happening for a while. It happened under Rowett. It seemed as if we were... In plenty of games, we seem to think that we were that good in defensive that we can just score one goal and sit back. I mean, it was something when we played that that Phil Coleman clip on the last show where when he was on the Coventry show, where it's literally, you know, we score one, we're going to win. If we score a goal, we're going to win. That's bullshit. Our players are not fucking that good anymore. They were two seasons, maybe three seasons ago. We had a a great defensive record. But now they seem to score and they just don't seem to have that hunger to go for the next one. You know what I mean? Well, it should be another two. They did, to be fair, to be fair, and I know Coventry should have scored within the first five minutes as well, but within 20 minutes, we we could and should have had three goals. Yeah, we should have done, but we didn't. That's the whole point. I get that, but I don't think it's a hunger to not go and get a, a, a third goal. I just don't think we have to, we're clinical enough to be able to score when we're on top two, three goals. Last, the, the, a prime example that I, I was, I thought about this earlier. Last season when we played Watford at the Den, Tom Bradshaw had Attrick inside 30 minutes. We had three chances. He took all three of them and we blew them away. Absolutely blew them away. The rest of the game was a bit of a, a non-contest because we were 3-0 up. But it, I'm not saying that would happen today or against Middlesbrough a few weeks ago. If you take your first chance, take your second chance, you ca- we could blow teams away. We're just not clinical enough. 
And then, as you say, the t- the, the, the mode goes into, right, well, we're 1-0 up. We haven't taken our chances. We're going to sit back and we're going to say, right, come and break us down. Two years ago, teams couldn't do it. Now they do it every week. And that's a problem because if you don't score a second goal, as we saw today, Coventry score the, the penalty, which was a penalty. I don't think there's any complaints there. Two minutes later, 2-1, game over. And as Chris said on Chat with Chaps, if, if anyone hasn't listened to it, um, you know, it, it's up live on the channel. You knew, I knew, everybody watching the game knew we weren't going to get a goal back at 2-1. It, it was never going to happen. So big problems, big, big problems. I mean, let's come to you. Let's bring you in, Anthony. Um, obviously, we were talking before we come on there with with some of the bits and pieces. And one point, well, obviously, you said, which I agree with you, sir, SA. You can see the build with SA. SA has, his maturity is starting to grow, but that yellow card just seemed to rock him to the core today. And you could see on his face, he reacted. And I think that's one of the reasons why he was taken off because he just seemed to to let it get to him. Um, what's your views of of today? Uh, to, to start with that, say, I thought he, I thought it was a great for him to see him on the starting 11. And he took the goal well, got a deflection, but he took the goal well and uh, very, very harshly undone by that yellow for sure. Uh, It was, you know, the ref said he blew the whistle dead and he kicked the ball away. I mean, I don't really see how that was ruled by the ref. And it it ruined, you know, from 45 minutes on, I think everyone came out in the second half flat, but he really uh, wasn't attacking the ball as well as he wanted to. And uh, he... He had to come off. Um, that second half was was very tough to watch. Um, even tougher in the sense, you know, we went down 2-1. We made the subs. All of our attacking bench options came on the field. And by my count, we had one shot uh, in the last 30, 40 minutes, uh, which uh, Bradshaw uh, header missed the target. So we just offered nothing. As Steven said, at 2-1, we weren't getting the goal back. And uh, it, it was frustrating to see. Uh, I think the only uh, interesting thing I would note with the subs, while they were, you know, the best intent, was uh, I would have liked to see, you know, Cooper come off. Um, I know there's this whole premise of uh, he's he's a big option in the box for set pieces, big six six lad from taking a corner, taking a free kick. He scored three goals since the beginning of last season. Like we can't rely on that. Like. Go four at the back, keep on Fleming or uh, Honeyman or whoever. You keep them on the pitch, and uh, that's what I would have done differently. But uh, the subs didn't really offer much anyway, so uh, that's how I feel. Just just as a follow up to that, the substitution of Cian Fleming was absolutely baffling for me. Um, I thought again, whilst whilst without being the Fleming of obviously last season. Backing up last week, where I thought he was our best player. This week, the effort was there, the commitment was there. He, it, it, things didn't quite work for him, but he's—you cannot fault his effort, and he—he he did get the assist for for SA's goal. When you need a goal, you've gone—you've gone behind. He's our leading scorer. He's got the most assists or joint leading scorer with Nisbet. To take him off was a little bit. Um, was a bit of a strange one for me. There was plenty of other players he could have taken off to 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 go for it a little bit more. I, I must admit with you, I agree with you there. Why take Fleming? Honeyman, if he's running out of legs, fine. I can accept that. But Fleming 
that little bit of magic might be the difference between getting a goal and not. So I, I don't understand that personally. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think there's the problem is, is that the fan base is so fucking divided at the moment that, you know, it's, it's fucking unreal. I mean, we have gone through so much in this year. It's fucking mental. Do you know what I mean? As, as any club, but, this team, what's underperforming now, is the same team what was underperforming for Rowett. And having to listen to him on Sky in his sanctimonious fucking smug way was just painful. But, he, he, you know, he did have points. It's a, you know, we were good at points, but we just didn't go over that next one. Do you know what I mean? We just couldn't take it to the next stage. But that's the story of his life in... Yeah. When he was with us, yeah, and it's just, it's been the yeah it's been the story of the last five years. With it's always I think the saying is um, always a bridesmaid, never a bride, and that's that's been us where the playoffs have been concerned. We've always been that team that everyone's like, oh yeah, you know they could do it this year. We'd love to see Mill win the Premier League, and then when it actually comes down to it, we we've, we've faded. And this season, it 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 almost feels like, and I don't want to make comparisons because it's it's probably not fair, but when we first come up to the championship under Neil Harris, teams didn't know how to play against us. They didn't know how to play against the 4-4-2, the Cooper diagonal to Steve Morrison and Gregory in and around the box. They didn't know how to play. And that's why we were relatively successful. But then we were found out the season after and Harris struggled and, and obviously then soon to, to leave the club. And it almost feels like we've been we've we've now been found out. We were found out how to, like teams worked out how to play against Gary Rowett's Millwall. And we haven't quite fully come away from it. The style of football might be better, but we're still playing the same shape as Gary Rowett played. And I think that's that's a little bit of a, so three a, at the bit back. Of a problem. The three at the back didn't work last season. And when he changed it and went to four, we started to get better results. And then Gary was like, you know, I remember those conversations where Gary would be like, you know, look, you just support the team. I've managed the team and all this with people and fans and all that lot. But the four, the three didn't work. The four gave us a, a greater um, stability on that back line. And I think realistically, that's where we need to go to again. But again, it raises that question of the players aren't there. And my biggest concern is that we can, listen, right? I fully support what Edwards is trying to do. The biggest problem what I see here is not what he wants to do. It's is the board going to be able to financially give him what he needs? Because we're never going to be able to pay 7, 10 million, 15 million for a player like some of the other teams. So we're already up against it. But where does the rebuild go from? We've got, what, five players on loan this season. We've got, what, five players running out of contract. Potentially, that's 10 players we need to find for next season. Where are, are we really going to be investing to buy 10 players of good ability to be able to play the way that Edwards wants to play? You know, this, this Santos, we were allegedly in for Santos, but then... Chelsea wanted a bit too much money. I'm not going to mention where we got that from, but you've heard the same thing, Stephen, um, from the fella. And you just have to ask, uh, you know, how much money, one, did he want? And two, 
how far out were we? Because we can't afford four million or three million for Cresswell. So how the fuck are we supposed to get someone who's after? I mean, let's be honest. On the current financial situation, what we seem to be putting ourselves in, and I understand why we're there because of what we are and everything else about it. You know, I'm not pretending that we're a, a, a you know a, a hundred million, two hundred million pound financed club and all this lot, like the Leicesters, etc., Leeds, etc. But on our current budget, this rebuild could take fucking thirty years. If if I could uh, jump in here, I mean, mm-hmm. so uh, Meyer. Adam Meyer made his debut today, 15 minutes. Obviously, we can't judge him off that 15 minutes. Uh, I mean, I I like the thought, you know, he's come up from Morecambe. You know, he's a young, exciting prospect. We know the financial limitations with the club. We're we're accepting of that to a sense. Um, So I'm willing to give that a little more time. I'm willing to see that turnover of these 10 odd players you mentioned, whether out of contract or on loan, I'm willing to, to see that. I'm willing to see that play out as I think generally as a Millwall fan, I, I think that's sort of expected. So um, I, I do hope Adam gets a couple more chances. I do hope he, you know, him and SA get a little more time and <clears throat> maybe that'll uh, help us sort of see, you know, Joe Edwards at his best uh, if he can bring in more players and, train them his way so that's i mean I bailey raises bailey raises an interesting point there the major issue is if you take off cooper you don't have another left hand, left footer with, with either tandanga or harding both edwards and rowett hate that only option is murray wallets to replace cooper really and that's Stop a sad it. state to be in surely we've got it, a left foot playing in the youth in a minute but it is, I mean, you, would you, would you, would we really put someone in who's not played championship football to, to, in this current situation? I don't know. But maybe, maybe that would, you know, give the players a bit of a rocket. I understand the argument for the left, having a left footed centre back on the left and a right footed centre back on the right. It's a bit like when, you know, like sometimes you put a right back at left back and you can tell that they're not comfortable and it, it just looks a bit awkward. But in terms of, I don't necessarily think we're getting caught. Bailey, that, that is a really good point about having the, the balance, but I don't think we're being caught out with the fact that Jake Cooper's given the ball away. We're being caught out because Jake Cooper's too slow. So if you feel that Tanganga and Hardin are better on the ball, you, you or Leonard, you could still back them on that left-hand side because it's not them giving the ball away. It's them being, it's Cooper being dribbled past or ran past or whatever. But I, I do agree that... Um, for us to be relatively successful, you've got to have a proper left back, a proper left sided centre back, a proper right sided centre back, and a proper right back. Um, so it, it depends really what way what way you want to go. But but Jake Cooper is seriously seriously on borrowed time at the minute because he's just not getting any better. And he signed this long term deal. He's been great for the club, a great servant. But how long can you keep carrying him? I, I don't know. No, that's it. I mean, Finn. Obviously, their first 45 minutes all Millwall could have put the game to bed. Didn't allow to play our usual game. Uh, this is obviously from a commentary fan by the, by the looks of it. So, first 45 minute all Millwall could have put the game to bed. Didn't allow to play our usual game. Robbins had to change it. It paid off. Heads dropped after Penn. Rest of the season, play like first half, you'll survive. I think he's right. I mean, it, the problem it, is, he's right. But we can't play 90 minutes. 
Exactly. We either play the... <laughs> 45, 30, 20, and that's it. For some unknown reason, we can't play 90 minutes. And I don't know why. No. I, I really don't know why we can't, considering that these are professional players, like a, you know, like we said the other day, they are professional players who should be able to play for 90 minutes of football, yet they fucking can't. And, uh, and uh, they're the average age of them are nearly what 27, 28 years old. Why the fuck do their heads still drop when we go one down? To to me, you need to take the ball out of the net, put it on the sinker circle, and, and go again. Let's have it. We're gonna go get that goal. We're, we're, we're gonna get the goal. Because if you live with a positive mentality, surely it's gonna come back. But they you could just see the players. You we all knew what was coming. We all knew at one nil. When we weren't scoring a second, we knew what was coming. We knew they were going to score another goal. We knew or they were going to score a goal, and then we knew that they were going to come and 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 score another one. I mean, there's a there's a bit on Twitter today which pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? The game is following the classic Millwall mould: start brilliantly, score, waste chances to go two up, take foot off the gas, become wasteful on the ball. Other team beats us. Same. Well, it's uh, let's face it. We, that's a repeat of pretty much the last six weeks. Yeah, each sleep repeat. It, that's it, it. That's it. Every fucking game. It, yeah, I, I think the other thing, and I, I, I'm looking. I've got the our stream on my laptop, and I can see some of the comments coming through. And I, I'm trying not to jump ahead. There's some really good comments coming in, guys. So when we get to them, I'll I'll respond accordingly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's come on. Two up front. Oh, I didn't know that. But I didn't know that. But yeah, to, the thing I, I I've mentioned this. It doesn't. It doesn't even necessarily have to be Bradshaw or Novel Femi. You you could push Fleming further forward. There's a few comments coming through saying that Fleming's wasted out wide. 100% agree. It, you've got to get him central, and that could be a way to do it. Have two up front. Try and give teams something else to think about because the one up top, if you know, Obafemi, I, I thought, looked quite good for, in the first half. and He got a couple of chances away, probably should have scored. But eventually he started to get crowded out because they started to work out. We've only got one in the middle. We can swallow that up. So two up front, I, I, I would agree. It doesn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to try it. A um, couple of the other comments, that I, again, I know we'll, we'll get to them. Um, there's a couple of that had said about... Um, George Honeyman being our best player, I, I thought I thought he was excellent, really, really good. Um, I, I think um, Anthony, you said earlier that why he was taken off. If it's legs or or tired, fair enough. But yeah. again, you you taking off players that he was highly thought of at Hull. He, he gave everything for their shirt. He does give everything in a Millwall shirt. And when you need that little bit of fighting spirit, a little bit of a, a scrappy player to maybe drag you over the line, you'd think he'd be playing 90 minutes every week. I, I don't know. But I agree with the guys in the comments there that that definitely um, George Honeyman was, prob was probably our best player today. Danny Strude, we'll come back to your point in a bit, mate. Um, some of you were... You're seeing your comments come through and you think, oh, you haven't put them up. Some of them I'm highlighting and we'll come back to them as as we go through because I don't want to chop and chub. I, 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 I want to have a little discussion with this and then come back onto the, the recruitment side of it. I want to come back to that in a little while because I think we need to have a detailed chat around the recruitment. Um, it, it's, I don't know. Um, where are we? Edwards is never going to play four at the back. 
also need to play two up top as our midfielders. I mean, at one point, it looked as if we were just filling that midfield with everybody at one point, just to stop, you know, stop them going anywhere, which worked. But the problem being is, is that we don't seem to be able to to go out and 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 do that. I think I think Edwards played a blind in first half. But the problem is, is that he's not the one playing on the pitch. And and we say it week in, week out. There is no leader on that pitch when Hutch ain't there. Just uh, an interesting one, just um, before we go into some of the comments, a couple of the guys, Bailey's one, there's a couple of others that have said it, that they were there today. Um, just out of interest, what was the fans' reaction at full time? Because I haven't seen much. Obviously, people go on social media and they tweet out, you know, disappointed, um, you know, frustrations and blame the players, manager, whatever. But what was the kind of uh, immediate reaction from the fans? Because uh, I thought, um, and uh, we spoke about this on Friday, Mickey, that I don't think many people gave us much of a hope of getting anything at Coventry. Um, so losing the game wasn't necessarily like, I think we may have not expected to get much out of the game, but to go ahead and to play as well as we did and to fall apart, I just wonder what the fans who were there felt. Um... Well, it's a good thing you say that, Stephen, because obviously after we gave him a bit of shit the other day, he's um, he sent me a voice message and I'll just play it. It's obviously um, Bobby's voice message, what he sent to us. I'll, I'll, I'll play it over now. Good afternoon, Mickey, my son. I'm fucking fuming, mate. Yeah, you played well first half. Second off, another shit penalty. But end of the day, like Mickey son, I'm fucking fuming. Yes, they should get more game time. We know that. Do trust this fucking fucking plonker, Joey Edwards. Winning one nil, two one, two penalties. Sarchik, whatever his fucking name is, is a fucking joke. Shit keeper. We played well. We've lost the game, right? Yeah. I'm just. It's real. It's real. My weekend again, Mickey mate, and the old podcast and Stefan just told Nick this basically. Yeah. You know, SA doesn't get game time. Uh, the guy at front number nine, what's his name? Obafembi. Oh, don't get me started on him, mate. What is it? One shot. Adam Mayer. Sign is a shit. We're, we have no fucking passion. We have no fucking idea. Coventry, building site, fucking arena. Fucking shithole, mate. So, yeah, I, 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 if we all think we're all going to be Ipswich, we're all delusional, right? Yeah. Even your great podcast, Nick's podcast. You know what? I'm ill till I die. I'm fucking fuming, right? Yeah. Two soft goals. Who the fuck is Henry Wright? Anyway, I don't really know, mate. No coffee, no, no coffee in today. Danny, solid middle player. Look, listen, Mickey, mate. I'll tell you how it is, really, and truly, and honestly, as you even know yourself, all the years you've gone to Millwall, right, yeah? And it's making me upset, right, yeah? No passion, no ideas, no fucking Millwall fight. These boys ain't up for it. Ipswich for Wednesday. Take care, Mickey. I'm on the way home on this fucking... I don't know what. Oh, take care. I'm fuming. No one likes. There we go. That's that's Bobby. Those of you getting the chat, you you see him week in week out on here. So um, yeah. What it, I would say. What I would say. One. Some of his points there were a bit nuts. Let's be honest. I, I think it did sound. But I agree with like him. It. Our players don't have the bollocks. That's the that is the issue. That is the issue. It's if true. you if you. You've got to have sometimes we've we saw it in that Norwich game where I know it wasn't a red card, but when they were breaking, Sav took the guy out. I mentioned it before. Sean Williams has done it. You've got to have a little bit of you've got to have a little bit of that not not what do you want to say like nastiness 
in the team to 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 earn a point, earn your way out of this difficulty. But our players, as I say, Jake Cooper, again, I don't want to single him out because I, th- I think there's other players that really do need to hold their hands up and accept that they've not been good enough. But wow. have a bit of fight, yeah, show yeah. a little bit of a... To be honest with you, I'll be honest with you, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Put I it in the really comments. wouldn't if be you, opposed to that. Let's, let's, that. let's put that to you in the comments, mate. Who would you pick, Wallace or Cooper? Get yourself in the comments and, and see where we are with there. So, yeah, I mean, anytime you want to come in, Andy, just come in, mate. It's, it's, yeah, it's no yeah, time, I mean, mate. Just come in. No, 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 of course. Um, no, like, I guess the, the difference in prior years to having that character who you know will make that challenge, who, you know, will take the necessary yellow if need be to, you know, if someone's run down the touchline, give them an extra bump, just that little extra grit. You look at a guy like Casper Denor, who is a very technically sound individual. He's never, I don't ever see him. I see him as like this nice character who doesn't quite follow, but he's trying to, you know, be that technical midfielder and, you know, pass the ball and, and fall under that. So I guess I, I, it's not a bad word about him, just sort of kind of seeing that player and not being able to compare him to, you know, a Sean Williams or, you know, a Alex Pierce or someone there to, you know, to get a tackle and celebrate. Like, I don't know. I, I see that. I think, again, someone like Casper's obviously new to the club. So, and his game's not built around being a hard tackling midfielder. So it's quite difficult to ask him to then go and do that. But mm. someone like, I don't want to keep going back to Jake Coop because it feels like we're kind of singling him out a bit. I'll go to Wes Harding, for example, who actually I thought was. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Better today. Thought he had a good first half, yeah. It, he was yeah. better. I mean, based on a couple of performances, you know, I thought his pace got him got us out of trouble a few times and he looked okay. But someone like that, you'd fully expect to just make the tackle, go in and, and yeah. take the yeah. forward out to stop it. And it, we just don't seem to do that enough. And, you know, I... I think um, I just want to go back to you both spoke about it at the start. Remain essay. Um, really pleased he scored his goal. Really pleased he got a start. I don't think he was quite at his best. But again, there was glimpses that he has bulked up a little bit. I think he still needs to do a yeah. bit more work on that. The booking yeah, yeah, was yeah. a joke. The the booking was outrageous. Yeah. It, and, and you could oh, tell Co- there was a... Didn't Cooper, didn't Cooper pass the part or ball to him? Or was it Fleming passed the ball to him and he just... 
he kicked it. Probably didn't even know the whistle had gone. No, back. what it we Danny Danny tried to win the ball back, which I thought he won it back fairly. The ref gave a foul. Sa played it to Fleming just because Fleming would have been in on goal, and the ref went, "Oh no, you've kicked the ball away." When he didn't kick the ball away, he passed it to one of our players. It's 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 a ridiculous mm. card. And there was a moment in the second half just before Sa got um, taken off where one of their players was running with the ball and Sa was trying to tackle him. And every five minutes he kept doing this, like. I'm not fouling him. I'm not touching him. I'm not touching him. And you think, well, that's no good. But it's not his fault because yeah. he's already been on a booking and he didn't want to get sent off. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, little things like that. I, I was pleased for him to get his goal. Um, a lot was made about his celebration. He pointed at his wrist, didn't he, to, to say about time. But yeah. if you look on Millwall's Twitter at the start of the season, he posted for the graphic doing the same thing. So I, yeah, I don't yeah. think there's too much to no, I don't think there's anything in there. I mean, Glenn, I'm going to put your point on before I run through these. I was holding back to put yours on. Um, listen, we, we call this the Sunday night debrief. And if you're an opposition fan, it's always good to have your opinion if mm. you give it in a grown-up way. Don't come on going, oh, fuck him, shit me, blah, blah. But the ones we've had on Glenn and... and Finn and etc. seem to be giving it in a constructive way, and we're more than happy to take these on because it's interesting to 100%. see how how you know fans, opposition fans, see us. You don't see us play week in, week out when we do, and they give us our opinion. So look, it, it is what it is. Look, if you are new to us, uh, make sure you are subscribed, and also if you are watching on YouTube, please just give us a like. If you're watching us on Facebook or Twitter, your comments can come through. So just comment um, on Twitter. Comment on Facebook on this on this feed, and your comments will come through. I know we're running a bit behind on the um, on the comments, but we will we will get uh, get through these and, and keep going. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, personally thinking, I think manager is okay. Players just don't seem don't seem to have the heart or the will to fucking be able to perform for ninety minutes. Whether that's down to fitness, whether that's down to just stubbornness from them, I don't know. But something isn't right there. Go on, Ann. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not obviously an opposing fan, but I will give an opposing view on Haji Wright. Uh, so when the New York Cosmos rebranded about 20 minutes away, I was a season ticket holder. Haji was coming up through the team, through the B squad, made a substitute appearance or two before he moved off into Europe. And I was part of that. And then at the World Cup this past year, he was our only striker who scored. Like, we're not really known for our strikers. Haji got the call, and it was outstanding to see him get that. He made his move to Turkey. He, he thought you're never going to hear about him again. And I still think he's our second-best striker. Uh, Daryl DK from West Brom got hurt again this weekend. He can't stay fit. Josh Sargent, if I see him on the field, the USA is going to lose. So, like, Haji Wright is, like, our number two U.S. striker. I fully expect him to see a Copa America this year against the South American sides in – Basically, what's our biggest warm-up before the 26th World Cup? And when they subbed him out, or not subbed him out, when they made their subs and they pushed him out wide, that just opened up his game. He needs a little bit, he needs a little bit more. He can't sort of be that top figure. Like when he scored the goal, it was a substitute appearance against the Netherlands. It was kind of a freak goal. But he thrived when the subs were made and he went out wide. To the point, even on the second goal, yes, Cooper should have made the tackle, as noted earlier. But when he was out wide, he was able to sort of dupe Sarkic. I'm not going to let Sarkic off the hook. He should have made the save. But that 
like it gave him so much more confidence out wide. And as a USA fan, I'm like, okay, you know, Haji's doing well. I hope he doesn't score against us. But naturally, he scores too. And uh, that that hurt a little bit watching Haji do that. But uh, I, yeah, I have to say, what well, I do agree 100. percent I thought in the first half they dealt, we dealt with him relatively well. The ball over the top, they didn't quite get it right, or we we managed to deal with it. As soon as he was put out wide, it become a different. It, it become a different animal. And again, the goals we all know are from our mistakes. Penalty was a mistake. Sarkic was a mistake. Cooper not taking the guy out was a mistake. Um, so you do have to take it with a pinch of salt. But I did think he played very, very well um, when they moved him out wide. And that's that's the that's a couple of things that I, I've been trying to sort of get across where, uh, talking about Joe Edwards, I don't think we need to panic in the sense of having him as manager. Yes, OK, we're in a bit of a tough spot at the moment, but I think he's still the right person to take us forward. But we do seem to only have one way of playing. We all complained about it under under Gary Rowe, and we did. And it, and it was more so the fact that the, the style of football was quite negative, but we had the same shape. We very rarely went to up front. It was just like-for-like like changes all the time. And I know this isn't Joe Edwards' squad. I know he's had to inherit a lot of players that he probably would never want in his first team, but he still, we still, like, for example, the substitution with Fleming, we took all three of our attacking players off. We brought three attacking players on, but we still played with the two out wide and one up front. It didn't change. We didn't change the shape. We didn't change the system. So I, I'm not anti-Joe Joe Edwards. And I think, as I said at the start of the show, um, that the players need to take some responsibility. But Joe Edwards does have to find a way of, of having a plan B or a different setup because we can't just keep rocking up with three at the back and one striker, because ultimately you're just going to get found out week after week. Here's one for you, what seems to be in the comments, and we'll come on to recruitment a bit more in a bit. But Paul Robinson, the keeper coach, not not the legend, not, you know, not Wait, our, hold on. our Robbo. So Paul Robinson, the, the goalkeeping coach, yeah, not by... Paul Robinson, fucking hell. Marshall, the goalkeeper. Yeah, Andy coach, Marshall, yeah, sorry, yeah. 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 He's, he was obviously with Long, Bar, Sarkic. Is he... I know, Dan, I know, I know. Is he... He's supposed to be coaching out the weaknesses and making them stronger, but have you seen that actually come across? And also, would you not prefer really to have... Sp- probably Denzel teaching our goalies. Because he's I wasted at we... Reading. Someone's put in the comments that uh, he's wasted at Reading, which he is really. It'd be better off Poss- uh, it'd be better off with us, wouldn't he? Possibly, but I don't think we can I, I think the goalkeeping coach uh, at the moment we can kind of have anyone in there at the moment. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna make that much of it. We haven't had a decent got well, got decent keeper coach for a long, long time. I think um it doesn't necessarily have to be Denzel. It could necessarily be anyone, really, that, let's be honest, that can come in and try and improve us. But one thing, and there's a comment that's just come in, that's, and it's really interesting. Someone's, Paul's just put, I'd rather have Bart as the goalkeeper coach. How would yeah. you, how would we feel, no, but, but before we move on to that, could be moving forward. But this is for you guys, Mickey, and, and then we'll put it out to the chat. 
for the remainder of the season, as of right now, would you pick? Would you be tempted to go back to pick Bart to be our goalkeeper for the running, or would you stick with Sarkic? Mm. <sighs> no. no to what? Sorry, stick I, with Sarkic. I, have, I would stick with Sarkic. Yeah, right. Keepers are all That's about me. confidence. I mean, I know he was weak today on on some of them, but I just don't know. I personally don't know if Bart is fit enough to play every game. And that's my only downside is that obviously listening to bits and pieces from people, I really don't know if Bart is absolute fit enough because there's been loads of rumour that he was playing through painkiller injections and everything else. And I just don't know if he's really, he will give us his all, but I just don't know if giving us his all would destroy him physically. If there was an alternate reality where you could make a sub at 60 minutes and put Bart in for the final 30, but that's not a realistic world. Like, he's not fit. He's not going to fit the 90. We put the investment in Sarkic. Uh, he's at fault for the second today, but I I would stick with Sarkic as well. I agree so, with you, Baz. I agree with you, Baz. That second goal today wouldn't have gone in with Bart in goal. It, it wouldn't. I, I, what I would say, though, and I, again, and it's really difficult. As well. it's, it's really difficult. Um, sorry, I'm just... Uh, there's a comment that's just come up, and it's come up a couple of times. Oh, no, wait, no, it hasn't. Sorry, something caught my eye there. Maybe not. Um, I think Bart... The problem is with Barton Sarkic. Sarkic was really good for 60 minutes today, I thought. I thought he made a good save in the first half. I know he didn't come, but I thought he was having a reasonable, a reasonably good game. You make a mistake as a goalkeeper, you've had it. That's, that's just the way that it is. You, you, can't, you can't hide from that. Uh, the reason why I asked the question is because I saw a couple of people talking on Twitter um, about how Bart should be the goalkeeper for the running. Um, I'm not sure personally. I would be tempted to stick with Sarkic, as as Anthony said. We've made an investment in a goalkeeper. They've made the decision that Bart probably has his knees, uh, knee issues, and he's probably going to leave us at the end of the season. However, much like last season, when there was a lot of talk to call Bart back for the running, mm. and people say that we should have had him in, I just wonder if we'll go down that route again, and uh, you'll see people uh, calling for yeah. him to come back very soon. I mean, Harry, you you raise a point here, Harry, but the, the, I will turn this back to you, is that you've put, look, to give us the best chance of staying up, if we lose our next three games, would you still be wanting JE as manager, even though it may result in relegation? I would say, yes, I would want Jonathan, um, Jared Woods to stay as manager. My biggest concern is, is that if we get into the relegation, do the players have enough about them to get us out of relegation. And I don't think that matters who we've got as as a manager. It's are the players up to getting us out of that fight? And I don't know if they are. Because at the moment, they can't get us out of 90 minutes. Do you know what I mean? So let alone if we're suddenly in that bottom three, and we, you know, they fucking run around with the Reds down and all this lot, you know. But our, our fan base at the moment is so mixed. You know, 
One minute is oh Danny Max the greatest thing since sliced bread. The next minute you're fucking moaning about him. I think Danny's I think Danny's doing the best he can and where he is. Do I think he's a right back? Yes. Do I think he's a right wing back? No. But again, he keeps getting played slightly out. But the last game he was he was he was great. Today he was great, but I just don't think the rest of the players were fucking were with him. I think that you know at certain points we were open. Was it down to him or was it the fact that? Cooper didn't want to run too much or Harding didn't want to necessarily go in. First half, Harding was closing down and we were closing balls down. Second half, it just seemed to slow down, whether that's fitness, whether that's just fucking can't be asked. I, I will say to, I'll, I'll be quick. First half, Cooper was making a lot of runs into the opposing box or in that general area. And after, like, the second or third one, I was like, hey, what, what's going on here? Like, do I want it to be Harding where he only comes forward for set pieces? No. But I thought he kind of forayed a bit much today. But uh, that's just a small point I want to make. I Right, two points here was just coming on the comments. I would have Kelly Jacket as director of football all fucking day long at Millwall. All fucking day long. And that comment there about Graham Stack, I would definitely look at him as a goalkeeper coach. I, I agree with what you said there. Ben Foster thinks he was, you know, he was class at Watford and stuff. I would seriously, and what you need is someone who's great, you know, someone who's who, who's a great man manager, whatever it is. And the other thing I'd do is fucking get in an attacking coach. Do you know what I mean? And possibly look at overhauling our defensive coach because they're not fucking that much good either. I saw you passed along a comment earlier. Someone was saying, what, is, what does Adam Barrett do? And I don't want to say anything bad about him, but he was he was here with Harris. He was here with Rowett. Now he's here with Edwards. I, is it time for him to, to move on? Has he Has he been here too long? Do we need sort of that new attacking coach, that new mentality, new sort of ideas. I I, I did see someone said that, and I, I did start to think about that today as well as I saw him on the bench. Billy Parks, Knackery, hmm. I heard exactly the same, mate. Yeah. That he, yeah. he, he yeah. was, you know, literally you fucked him about and you were fucking up against it, mate. And hmm. do you know what? Maybe that's what we need. Maybe the problem we had is that with Rowett in here and Rowett allegedly not necessarily getting on with the players, not necessarily telling the players, you know, if people were playing or not playing till last minute, et cetera, et cetera. And the, the whole relationship around the team and, and et cetera, et cetera. Maybe you need a manager to suddenly come in and fucking toe the line or someone in that dressing room who will toe the line because... Who, what player wise, who is there? There isn't. I mean, you look at times from before, you you obviously had Neil Harris in the dressing room with Kenny was there. You got Robbo, you got um, my mate who fucking hates me. What's his name? Um, Tony Craig. Tony Craig, fuck knows why, but I've not done anything to him. But he seems to have fucking either confused me with someone else or, he, or I've done something in a past life and he fucking hates me. But you had real strong characters. What would Pull people in, but at the moment, mm. Steve Morrison. Do you know what I mean? 
And right now, Alan Dunn, even right now, you haven't got any of those. Well, 40, funny enough, you, you haven't got any. You say that there's a comment that's come through that's uh, from Alex to say that get Dunny in as a coach. He's doing well at Bromley, and he is doing well at Bromley. I, and I, I, I don't mean any disrespect to to that level, but surely if the club come calling for someone like that to come in and take a position at Millwall, surely it'd be, it, it would be it would make sense for him to come in and do that i do agree we don't have leaders i mean mickey we've been to we went to the neil harris night we went to the bar and webster tony craig night and all the, the common theme behind all of those them them guys speaking was that at the times when they were playing for a manager you had you had the go-between didn't you you had like two or three senior players that would be yeah. the go-between between the manager and the players and if there was any problems it would go through them and it was sorted out accordingly and and th- that was it case closed that's it, it. it thinking about our team at the moment we don't have that well you could say maybe Savile maybe Hutchinson you know possibly they're the leaders in the team but can you really see like and, and the dynamic of if you've got Joe Edwards and you've got the players and then you've got the go-between can you really see that working with Edwards going up to Hutch and Sav and going, right, what's, what's, what's crack lads? What's, what's going on type, type thing? It just, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. It seems, it, it, I don't feel like the dynamic will, is the same. No, as and what listen, it was. David, I agree with you there. If we'd have took our chances in the first half, it could have been a completely different game, but it wasn't. Mm. We didn't take them and we ended up, you know, conceding two goals and ended up losing the game. So, you know, it, it it is like that, isn't it? Who impressed you from the Coventry side out of interest? The referee. I thought, obviously, Sakamoto was pretty good. I thought the fella, and I don't know his name, he hit the free kick that Sarkic tipped over, that he had a, a decent right foot. He looked quite good. Again, I, I can't... I don't know who, what his name is, but he was pretty good. Uh, but I don't think I don't think Coventry were, uh, were that good today. Really, I, I, considering that they had the run that they've been on and they're in the top six, I, I don't think they were anywhere near their best. And we really caught them out and we didn't take advantage of it. But they've got good players at this level and they punish you if... Um, oh, he's just commented talk. That's it. Yeah, he. I thought he was pretty good. Um, I know Callum O'Hare, Casey Palmer, Hadji Wright, all these names, Sakamoto, they roll off the tongue. They've got good players. Um, but we're sitting here, we're sitting here doing this show saying that, you know, or I'm saying that, I don't think they're at their best and we probably should have got something out of the game. Their guys who are doing their shows, I think they've got a space on Twitter, are probably saying we got away with it in the first half, but found a way to win. And that's the difference. No, that's it. That's it. So, um, yeah, there was a comment back here. What was quite good. Danny said, it's just basics. There is never enough of our players around the ball. When we have it, there is a huge space between our front three and the midfield two and don't get up to support. That is true. We don't. Who is out there to take? That's another good point there, Andrew. That's a good point. If you know who is there to take over from Edwards, there is there is nobody out there. Would you want Pullis? Would you want Orbiton, Audrey, you know, um, Allardyce? I don't think we've got the money for them. That's why no. we went for Edwards because it's all about the rebuild now. It's all about develop the youth so that we can sell them on, and hopefully that money will be then re- reinvested into the team. And I think that's that's pretty much it. But we go. We we do a draw in a minute. We're for people to win a uh, um, a key ring, and then uh, and then we 
kick on to I think recruitment. I will tell what Barrel what Barrett does shaves his head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I know that he gets on with the players, and he used to be probably he used to be that consulate between Rowett and the players. You know, he used to keep the players sweet because of Rowett's man management style, and I think that's probably it. Um, he gets on with the players and the board, so you know, yeah, he's obviously it is good. Um, get done in as coach. Jacket is at the Jills, yeah. Mm-hmm. George Graham, tight manager. Who is um, what Edwards? You mean? Yeah, I mean George Graham started Rockety, and then obviously he rebuilt. So again, I don't know. Um, that's what Warwick Warnock, Warnock does when he goes in and saves teams from relegation. McGee could be a director of football. I mean, he's dropped down the levels though, didn't he? Wasn't he a manager at Eastbourne Borough not that long ago? But then again, saying that, so was um, Mark Beard. Mark. Yeah, Mark Beard, so, yeah. Um, need Alan Dunn talk like under <laughs> Holloway. Yeah, absolutely. We need to stick with Joe Edwards. Most of the current players are not good enough or intelligent enough to play Joe Edwards' style of football. If we go down, we will bounce back stronger and better. Look at Ipswich. You ask their supporters if it was bad to start with. Time is the bigger factor in this. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Um, yeah. Who is the defensive coach? It's got to be Barrett, isn't it? It has to be Adam Barrett. He was a defender. No, but he used to be the set piece, wasn't he? Well, then that, that needs a shake up because we don't. That there was a stat, wasn't there, that come up on this on the screen today on Sky that about how many goal how many goals we seem to have scored from set pieces. I don't remember many goals that we score. No, they no. that comment there. That, sorry, can you go back to that? The one from David Squire. I don't know what you mean because I've been on it for dropping Jake Cooper and taking the armband off of him for for quite a while. Um, so I'm not quite sure what you mean there, David, because I would um, I would have him out of the team at the moment. I agree that well, the midfielders need to be close. Yeah, Friday um, fucked you up a bit, didn't it, with with potential of Hutch. Going off yeah. injured again, yeah. Because obviously you were you were raising that question: Is it time to drop um, Cooper? Playing one up front mm-hmm. is killing us. Uh, you missed a forearm smash on Sakamuka, uh, Mickey. Uh, yeah, no, I saw was, it. Um, that but was I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and fucking talk about it and give it airtime. It is what it is, isn't it? I, you know, at the end of the day, he's one of our own, and I'm not gonna do the FA's job for him. So you know. It is what it is, mate, um, unfortunately. So, yeah. Too many passengers mm-hmm. stealing a wage, lack of leaders. Graham Potter. I don't think Graham Potter can come back into football yet because I think he's had a big payoff from Chelsea and there is no way that he's going to come back into football yet because and there's, there's been some big jobs out there what he could have possibly been up for and he just wasn't. And there's no way he drops down to the championship either. Um, what's gone wrong with Fleming? Great question. Um, I can we come probably, back to that? Can we yeah, come back? We'll, come, we'll do that. We'll in come a back to half. after prize. I'll come in on yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, so where are we? Let's just get through these. Um, there's another comment coming through, um, about why do we think Edwards hasn't changed captain? In my opinion, I think he should have, but I think because it's his first job in uh management 
being the head coach, I don't think he would have wanted to come in and rock the boat. So I think he's just gone, we'll we'll leave it as it is. Hutchinson and obviously Cooper, there it is from Rosalind. Hutchinson and Cooper will, will share it. But I think one of the first things in the summer, providing, you know, whatever happens, the first thing he's going to do is we'll have a, well, Hutchinson won't be club captain anymore. And I don't think Cooper will be anywhere near it either. Yeah. There was a moment early in the second half where I think it was Danny who had acres of space to pass forward to Obi, who was unmarked near the box, yet he made a pass back into the middle of the park. Why? I don't know. Only, only he can he can answer that, I suppose. Um, Potter will go to Palace. I don't know if he will, you know. I, I think there's I think there's a big payout what's gone to him, and I think it's probably put him out of football for a while. Um Okay, hello. Uh, need to give Bart a chance for a new contract. So, um, yeah. Right then, let's do a giveaway. Right, everyone who's commented, there's about 44 of you. If you haven't already commented, just comment something you want. You've got about 30 seconds, and then I'm going to do the draw, and someone will win a... Uh, a key ring or a bottle opener key ring so yeah you got five four three two one and here we go if you've already won you will be undrawn and we go forward martin edwards don't think you've won um and again just get in touch with us let us know who's who um and uh, let us know whether or not you want to pick it up at a home game on Ipswich. You go and Ipswich, aren't you, Stephen? Yeah, Valentine's yeah, Day. yeah. I've got, I've got a few key. I've got quite a few key rings left over. So if there's anyone that has won them that are at Ipswich on Wednesday, um, drop me a message on Twitter and we'll sort out something. It's fun. So um, there are people who've just obviously Chris telling us who his favourite pop star is. Um, something you want there we go all right the first person who should be sacked if anyone is aldridge yeah we come back to that to play for us you need to be a certain type of player kenny understood that not sure gary rowett did hope jay edward joe edwards does but i'm not sure need to stand by joe edwards yep watch a second goal back cooper was knackered after trying to score a goal yep totally agree with you there um yeah, 130. Yeah, it is. We're, we're growing, mate. We're getting there. So, yeah, listen, we we are all about the 1% gains. That's all we're that's all we're about. So, yeah, 1% gains. Um, come and find Stephen Connor if you want one. Just come and find any one of the, the pod lads and uh, and they're probably if, have someone. On if need be, lads. if need be, Connor, if you're on Twitter, drop me a message on there. If not, if you email us and we can sort out... Um, getting contact details and stuff so um we, we, that's absolutely fine there's another comment just that you went past them um, from david the biggest problem is i can't see us scoring more than one goal and that is the crux yep. of all of our issues if you, you, yeah. you just you never feel like if at one yeah. one or at two one you never feel like you're going to get another goal and that's, no, that's it if you're listening to this as a podcast uh well you need to this ends here and then, um, yeah, you need to put the new one in, mate, because um, 
it's very close to the 60 minute mark and and obviously as i said we will be putting these into uh into two parts and we will be released the same day so you don't have to wait a day but um if you want to listen to what we're going to say about fleming you'll have to come back <laughs> away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.